The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and, of course, joined by Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance. Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing great. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. I guess I've we better a, dive into it. Yeah, I've got a special guest oh, great. here today. Um, I've brought Joe with Liberty Mutual and True Stage Insurance um, with me today. And the reason I have Joe specifically here is because he is now housed in our 37th Street location. He actually um, has an office in one of our branches, and so I wanted to invite him here today um, to cover some, you know, some stuff about insurance, right? But before we jump into that, I think, uh, Joe, why don't you just kind of share a little bit about yourself with our listeners and kind of what you do for Liberty? Give us an overview. Absolutely. Well, th- well, thanks for having me, Jenna and Andy, uh, both of you. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here. Um yeah, uh, like you said, Jenna, I, I'm, a, I'm an agent for Liberty Mutual. Um, been with Liberty Mutual now for the better part of the last year, uh, about five years of overall um, insurance experience as an agent. And, um, you know, re- really my job is to, is to talk to folks, you know, uh, about insurance coverage, uh, uh, you know. You know the, the conventional wisdom is, is everyone has insurance, and, and that's true. There, there's a, an obligation to at least have the auto insurance side. But um, I get all manner of questions in my job about what kind of coverage people should have, and um, you know, advising people, you know, on what kind of coverage they ought to have. You know, things they maybe should consider adding to their uh, insurance bundle. Um, you know, so I, I would say I really enjoy that part of the job most, frankly, uh, is being able to um, educate people. Um, answer those kind of questions because again insurance is one of those things that everybody has but um, you'd be amazed that you know how many people I talk to in the course of my job you know where they don't really know what they have in terms of coverage or asking questions about maybe things that they should add um, like I mentioned so um, that that is certainly uh, I would say the part of the job that I enjoy most um, and so definitely glad for the opportunity to, to be working with First Alliance and, and working with the credit union members uh, and answering those questions and um, and again uh, and thanks uh, so much for the opportunity to be here talking to you both and i understand that you have a secret life as a sports writer <laughs> i do i uh that, that was my uh, that was my first love uh, my first career I, I shouldn't say my first love i um i'd be lying to you if i said i wasn't a sports fanatic and uh before i got into insurance that, that was my focus out of college um was uh, was getting into the journalism field as a sports writer um so worked for my sh- newspapers before I stepped into the insurance realm and um, even now working in the Rochester area um, still do freelance for the Post Bulletin on occasion um, uh, for anyone that reads the Post Bulletin uh, you probably saw my byline in the Post Bulletin regularly every Saturday morning uh, and covering football pretty regularly on Friday nights just this last fall in 2021 but uh, no uh, certainly a, um, a sports fanatic like I said a big big Minnesota sports guy uh, specifically and uh, certainly like to keep my uh, my toes dipped in those waters as well. Uh, even while, even though my insurance is now my full time profession, I, uh, getting paid to watch sports is still very much up my alley. That's a, that's a pretty good deal, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Jenna, on the last episode, we talked about budgeting for our vacation and travels. 
since Joe's here, I'm guessing the topic today is going to be insurance. Yes, you would be very correct, Andy. Um, we So a couple weeks ago, we kind of just barely scratched the surface of the really vast topic that insurance really is. Um, and I realized we just had so much more we could talk about that I thought it was really important that we bring Joe in, um, not especially now that he's right inside of our branch um, at 37th Street, and just have him come in and join us today, share some insights um, that you know we just don't know because we don't do that job every day, right? Um, and really just help us all kind of understand insurance a little bit better. It is, really is such a huge and important part of managing your finances and having a really holistic view of um, your financial picture. Is insurance is a big piece of that? So I bet that's pretty uh, pretty slick when somebody stops by the. 37th Street office and they have a question that leads to a discussion of insurance and you can just go point. Go talk to that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we're so excited to have Joe in our building with us. We're very excited to have him. All right. Well, maybe we'll just get going with the basics. Joe, what is insurance coverage and why do we need it? It's a great question, Andy. And honestly, I, uh, you know, insurance is one of those things that's funny. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, insurance is one of those things that everybody has. Um, and, and frankly, you know, I would say more often than not, I encounter people that, you know, have insurance just because they know they have to have it, but they don't really understand why they need it. Um, and I would say more often than, you know, more than ever these days, uh, people seem concerned, you know, sort of with the bottom line when it comes to insurance as far as they're more concerned with um you know, what they're paying for insurance um, with maybe perhaps less regard for what they have in terms of coverage. And again, don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, certainly, you know, the, what you're paying for insurance and your premiums and making sure that you're getting the best deal is important. Uh, but I would say uh, just as important is understanding what you have for coverage because, you know, at the end of the day, what is that insurance policy worth? Um, if, you know, when you need to put it into action, you know, where you're not covered the right way, um, you know, I've certainly heard some stories where, oh, yeah. you know, people find themselves undercovered. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, you know, you, you see the commercials nowadays about, you know, 15 minutes, save you 15% or more on car insurance, right? You know, that's a familiar phrase. You know, you, you get all these commercials saying, call us, you're going to save money. It's all about saving money with insurance. But, um, you know, I would say insurance is definitely, uh, it's just as important to understand what you have for coverage so, so that, you know, when you're in that accident, you know what you have, you know, in your back pocket in terms of, you know, what's going to pay out in the event of a claim. Um, so I'll tell you just briefly, um, and really this is kind of the definition of insurance is insurance is about managing risk. You know, so when you, when you think about, um, you know, the course of, you know, a person's daily life, I mean, we all encounter risks, you know, wh whether you think about it in those terms or not, um, you know, we, we all encounter risk throughout the course of our daily lives. When, you know, when you, when you leave your house in the morning to drive to work, you know, driving that car from point A to point B, there's a risk you're going to get into a car accident and maybe, you know, damage your own car, damage another person's car, you know, perhaps cause bodily injury to another person, you know. Uh, and then when you think maybe on the homeowner side, if you have a financial stake in a home, you know, where you have a mortgage and you're making payments, you know, you're, you're living at a financial risk where, you know, well, what happens if, you know, if this house starts on fire and burns to the ground, you know, what kind of a financial loss am I going to suffer as a result of that? Um, and so really where insurance comes in um, is you're transferring the burden of that risk from yourself to the insurance company, and you're doing so in exchange for a premium. So the premiums that you pay, you know, so you, you know, you know, in my case, you know, somebody, you know, a client of mine that has homeowner's insurance, they're paying a premium to Liberty Mutual 
that says, you know, if my house gets beat up by a hailstorm or by a weather storm and there's, you know, maybe ten or 20000 in damage, you know, to the siding or to the roof, I'm not going to have to, you know, bear the cost of those repairs. You know, there, there's an exchange of a deductible. And then because of the premium that you're paying to Liberty Mutual, you know, the insurance company then steps in and pays for the repairs. And so that's what it is. It's just about transference of risk. Um, And when you think about it, like I said, you know, there's all kinds of little risks that we encounter throughout the course of our daily lives that we don't even think about. And, you know, and that's where insurance steps in is, you know, if something happens, you know, that that results in, you know, a potential financial loss, the insurance company is going to step in and mitigate those costs as opposed to you having to pay something out of pocket. So that's really what it boils down to, I would say. It's also shared risk, isn't it? You know, you have more than just you paying into the insurance company. It's probably thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. Um, and that creates a pool of people Absolutely. who share the risk with you and the insurance company. Absolutely. And so that goes into, you know, uh, Andy, a lot, of, a lot of what I hear, you know, if you, if you have, you know, I, I have clients that, you know, will, you know, pay for a 12-month auto policy, have no speeding tickets, no accidents, and they'll see their premiums go up at the end of the, you know, you know, when they get ready to renew. So when I take those phone calls, the question often is, you know, I didn't have any claims, I didn't have any tickets, why did my price go up? You know, and really what it is, you know, with insurance companies is that, you know, even if you're a good driver, well, what I tell people is that if you're a good driver and you see your rates go up, those premiums aren't to penalize you. You know, essentially what it is is you're sharing that cost, you know, for the folks that did have claims, yeah. you know, for the did have speeding tickets. And and don't get, don't get me wrong, you know, explaining it that way, you know, people aren't, you know, happy to hear that. But at least there's an understanding there, you know, where they understand that it's not just a one-on-one relationship with right. the company. You said it perfectly. You know, the, the, the insurance company insures many people. It's a larger pool. And the premiums collected by the insurance company itself you know there's there are expenses that are paid by those premiums and claims is perhaps the biggest line item um and so if there's an increase in claims you know the company may make adjustments rate wise to compensate for you know for the increase that they had to pay out for claims and so if that makes sense it does Mm -hmm. so you mentioned home insurance you mentioned car insurance those are the ones that uh, you know come first to mind what what other types of insurance coverage is out there uh, another good question, um, and, and you know, home and auto insurance is what you probably see more uh, more often than not. You know, when you see the funny commercials on TV, the funny gimmicks. You know, they talk about insurance, insuring your car, insuring your home. Um, you know, and, and again, we go back to the you know the conversation about risk. You know, so when you talk about when you leave your house, you know, what's really the risk of you? You know, getting into an accident when you go from point A to point B, it's 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 above zero percent, but it's less than a hundred percent. You know, it's not you know a guarantee that you're going to get into that accident. Um, so I bring that up because you know when you talk about other things that people can insure, I would say life insurance is perhaps the one thing that is um, probably the most overlooked um, you know element of insurance because when you think about it, you know when you think about risk, you know what are the chances of you getting into a car accident from you know A to B? Like I said, it's less than a hundred percent. What are the chances that we're all going to die someday? 100%. It's 100%. But we don't want to think about it. You don't. And, and, and honestly, you know, that, that's probably the toughest part of my job, Andy, is honestly having that life insurance conversation with people because confronting a person's mortality in front, you know, to their face, is, is it's an uncomfortable conversation. Um, it, it really is. And, and I'm not, you know... Um, you know, I, I certainly understand that. Uh, and so bringing it up, I'm not trying to make people feel uncomfortable, but having that conversation, I feel like is important. Um, and so I bring that up because, you know, 
you know, a lot of the time people, you know, have life insurance, you know, through their jobs, which is great. Um, but, you know, the benefit of having a policy, you know, of their own that's tied to them and not tied to their employment at a particular place um, is also important. So, again, that, you know, that's something that I feel like more often than not, when you talk to people, they really haven't had that that kind of a conversation with sure. an agent as far as, you know, what sort of exposures they have. And, you know, okay, they have X amount of life insurance through work. Well, how much more do we need to make sure that you're fully covered? You so know, I, and that's, yeah. you know what I mean? So I imagine that, you know, we talk about different types of policies. These companies probably would insure just about anything, depending on how much you're willing to pay. And that's true. Well, I mean, life insurance is the big one. I mean, and again, home and auto insurance is what you see on the commercials. But I mean, when you think about insurance, um, really, I mean, just about anything that you own, you know, there's an insurance product for it. And certainly the same could be said for Liberty Mutual. Um, you know, worth mentioning that as a Liberty Mutual agent, I have access to up to 15 other um, A-rated carriers. Um, and so that being said, you know, I have a product for just about anything that you can imagine. So you talk about somebody that has a boat, um, talk about somebody that has a camper, an ice fishing house, um, ATVs, motorcycles, um, you know, manufactured homes, you know, utility trailers, um, you know, honestly, you name it, you do it. Even when you get down to, you know, pet insurance, you know, that, that's, a, that's a newer thing that honestly, most people don't even know is available. Um, but you know, you, you have, you have a dog and, um, you know, those unexpected, uh, veterinary bills pop up if there's an injury or if the dog gets sick, um, all of a sudden you're looking at maybe a couple thousand in medical bills, you know, you can offset that with even a pet insurance policy. So Jenna's favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've talked about pet insurance and on oh, you have. before. Uh, yeah, because I am so intimately familiar <laughs> with pet emergencies. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I've had I'm my sure. fair share of moments, um, and I so I sing the praises of pet insurance all the time to people. Like you have to do it; it's so affordable. <laughs> <laughs> and always absolutely, and, and things like pet insurance is one of those types of insurance that you probably don't realize the need for it until after something happens and you get the bill and you go, wow, I should add insurance. Absolutely. And, and honestly, it's not, in, I mean, life insurance, frankly, Andy, is, is a similar thing, you know, where you get somebody that doesn't have life insurance and then, you know, they have, you know, a, a medical visit with the doctor where they realize that, you know, maybe they were diagnosed with a condition well, yeah. or they're, you know, and then they think, oh, no, I need life insurance. And so I would say oftentimes, and this, and this is just the truth in my experience, if I get kind of an impromptu call from someone saying I need life insurance, my first thought is, I hope it's not too late because right. a lot of the time when you get those conversations from people that are seeking it out independently, it's because maybe they think, oh, no, can I still get it? Okay. And, and, and pet insurance is the same way, you know, where, where something happens and, you know, but but once something happens, you kind of know if you don't have that policy already in place, then, you know, you might be behind the eight ball there. And the same goes for life insurance, as I mentioned. All right. Uh, we're talking with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union, along with Joan Bellenbrook with Liberty Mutual and True Stage Insurance. The topic, of course, today on Good Money Moves is insurance, and we'll be back in a few minutes here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about insurance this week. 
on Good Money Moves with Joel Mellenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance. And we kind of touched on this, Joe, during the first segment of the program, the cost of insurance. How, how is it calculated? And why does it seem like there's one company able to, quote unquote, save somebody hundreds of dollars over another company offering you know similar coverage? It's a good question, Andy, and I'd be lying to you if I said you I had all the answers. Uh, I'll be I'll admit that you know as an agent, you know I, um, you know I have a general understanding, you know of how rates are determined, but you know the people that actually uh, determine the rates and you know those decisions are that that's um, I would say safely is above my pay grade. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you, but, but I'll tell you generally, uh, you know. You know, there are a lot of individual factors that go into a person's rate. Um, so, you know, for example, I, you know, it's happened to me in the past where I have, you know, maybe two neighbors, you know, where I can save one neighbor money and then they refer their neighbor to me and say, hey, so, you know, Joe saved me a lot of money. Go get a quote from him. And, you know, similar car situation, you know, maybe you have a married couple, two vehicles, you know, and I quote that neighbor, you know, and the rates aren't the same, you know, maybe it's not an opportunity where I'm able to save that person money. Um, and then there's this kind of con some confusion, you know, where you say, well, you know, person A over here, you know, are you able to save, you know, 500 bucks a year on their insurance and increase their coverage? Why can't you do the same for me? Um, and so I, I, I use that example just because there are some individual factors that go into it. Uh, certainly a person's claim history is probably the biggest individual factor. Um, so, you know, if somebody has, you know, claims in the last few years, you know, where they got into maybe an at-fault accident, sure. if they have a speeding ticket, I mean, those are the no-brainers, right? You know, those those are the things that, you know, most people can assume, you know, if you have one or two of those on your record uh, in the last few years that, you know, your, your insurance rate should reflect that. Um, one thing that I think people don't really realize is that uh, credit um, also plays a hit, uh, plays a part in it. Um, you know, uh, you know, and, and that's one thing that I don't think people uh, take into account too much is that you know certainly a person's credit score, you know, as irrelevant as as, as some might maybe assume uh, that that is in the rating process, especially with you know certain companies may even weigh that more than others. Um, so you know, so certain companies might you know, take that credit score and have that be a bigger part of their rating process, whereas others maybe um, not as heavily. Um, beyond that, I would say one of the one of the biggest things, uh, and I think this perhaps goes without saying, but again, I, I encounter this in my own job, is um, folks with lapses in their coverage, you know, or somebody who comes to me for a quote that doesn't have continuous insurance coming into that quoting opportunity um, are going to see higher rates um, in general. Um, and so I would say probably the one thing that people can do to ensure that they have the best rates possible is to maintain their insurance coverage. Because if, if they let it lapse and then a month later they go to an agent and say, you know, I, I had to cancel my insurance for a month, but I'm coming back, they're probably going to see higher rates as a result of that. And and most people don't know that. You know, nope. I've had my share of customers that have, have come to me and I explain that to them and they didn't even realize that was a thing until okay. I give them a quote and then they think, you know, and then that's kind of a thing they have to learn on the spot. So I would say maintaining uh, continuous insurance is is perhaps the, the one thing uh, above all else that people can do uh, to make sure that their rates are, you know, trending yeah. in the right direction over time, you know, because once they let them lapse, then you, then you kind of pop over into that high risk category. And that's where people see their rates go up. I'd say yeah. more than anything else. We want to avoid that at all costs. Just, no. Absolutely. Yeah. As you're talking, Joe, I just see so many core like correlations to what we've talked about when it comes to like credit scores, Andy, on the show. Right. 
you know, just kind of the the slight mysterious factor to how it's all calculated and <laughs> yeah, uh, those actuarial tables. Yes, magical. absolutely. And yeah. just the the different factors that can affect it depending on individuals. It's just very interesting. All right. Thank you. So, Joe, you mentioned we were talking a bit about life insurance earlier, and and you were stressing how important that is. Um, when you talk to people about life insurance, what kind of objections do you get? Why don't they have life insurance? That's another great question, Andy. Honestly, I, I um, and that's the one thing that I wish you know I had, I had a silver bullet uh, to answer. I, I would say the one I would say the one thing that I hear probably most commonly, you know, as far as you know, if I'm talking to somebody, you know, bring up the topic of life insurance, the the number one objection I hear from people is typically that, you know, I, I have a policy of come some kind through work, um, but I would say in the same breath, that person who's telling me that can't tell me how much in coverage they have nor how much they're paying for it out of their um, weekly or biweekly paycheck. Oh. Um, and so, and and to be fair, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to paint a picture. More often than not, um, those work policies are a pretty good deal. You know, where you, where you get you know probably a fair amount of coverage for, you know, probably a relatively low premium. You know, certainly enough where it's negligible, where you don't even really need to pay attention too much to it. What's coming out of your paycheck because it's it's probably not a lot. And for most people, that's probably the case. Um, the one thing to, to to consider though in that arrangement is that. That kind of a policy isn't tied to you individually, you know what I mean. So, so that's that's something that, you know, it, you know, if you ever, you know, God forbid, if a person's laid off or if they lose their job or if they leave their job for another opportunity, that life policy is not following them. You know, that life that life policy that is tied to them is contingent on their employment at one particular place. Um, and so there's something to be said for having a policy in place that follows you wherever you go. Um, certainly, maybe if, if you know somebody's branching out to maybe start their own business, um, you know I, I think it's smart to you know to have something that is um, tied to you. And, and oftentimes, you know, another thing about life insurance is people assume it's going to be really expensive, um, and there are a lot of different options. You know, that you know plans can be made to fit just about any budget. I mean, I know that from experience. So you know that's uh, that's that's one thing I would say. You know, the, the biggest objection is people say, I've got it through work, I'm good, and, and overcoming that to, you know, try and convey sure. that point where it's like, you know, that's great that you have the work policy. It might also be, you know, worth it to consider adding an additional policy for reasons A, B, and C, similar to how I just laid out. Um, and, and so that's definitely uh, worth considering, I think, for most folks. Um, you know, people tend to be content with what they have through work without realizing, you know, some of the benefits of, of what might come with a personal policy in addition to that. All right, we already have to take another break. Goodness. This is going by fast. Joe Mellenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance, who has his office in a First Alliance Credit Union facility, along with Jenna Talbot with First Alliance Credit Union. Um, we'll be back in just a moment on Good Money Moves. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Talbot from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell here along with Jenna Tobble and Joe Mellenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Joe, we only have a couple minutes left of the program. What's something you wish people, at least more people, would understand about insurance? 
Absolutely. And another good question, Andy. And again, I, th- I thank you very much for having me. You bet. Um, you know, I, and I, I think I touched on this earlier, so I'll just uh, kind of reiterate this briefly. Um, again, you know, when you when you look at the TV commercials, you know, when it comes to insurance, home and auto insurance, you, you know, you see all kinds of commercials these days with different companies offering you to save money. Um, and again, I, I don't mean to certainly discount, um, you know, the importance of getting a good deal on your insurance, but. I suppose the one thing that I wish more people would understand is what they have for coverage and understanding the value of it. I would say um, insurance consumers these days um, are perhaps more price motivated than they ever have been before. Um, and again, and, and there's a good reason for that. Um, you know, you know, people want to make sure they're getting the best deal. You know, that they're not overpaying. But at the end of the day, um, insurance is just like anything else. It's you know, you, you get what you pay for. You know, and, and there, it's one of those things where you know, perhaps considering a policy with higher coverage, you know, that comes. At a higher premium is worth considering, especially, you know, when you're talking about, you know, raising liability limits, you know, on an auto policy in the state of Minnesota, you know, the state minimum is $30,000 on an auto, on an auto accident. So if, you're, if you're carrying state, anything. It, uh, it doesn't. And, and, and especially nowadays with the rising cost of healthcare, you know, if you have state minimums and you get into one of those freaky accidents, especially on these slick Minnesota roads, you know, in the wintertime, you know, if that other driver is hurt, you not only have the property damage liability, but if that person gets carried away in an ambulance as a result of a bad accident, you're going to see that 30 grand dry up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and and anything beyond that um, is when the bills start coming to an individual directly. And, and that is like, you know, I talked about transferring risk, you know. That's going to be the extent of the risk that the insurance company takes on if you have uh, if you have state minimum limits and everything else comes to you directly and that's again that, that's kind of the nightmare scenario that you want to avoid. So um, again, like I said, there's definitely something to be said about making sure that you're getting a good deal on your on your insurance. But um, I think just as importantly, it's important to know uh, that you have good coverage. Um, and honestly, it's important to know that you have an agent in your in your back pocket that is going to take your phone call. You know, when, when that insurance claim situation happens and you're and you're rattled as a result of a bad car accident and wanting to know what happens next. So, um, you know, I would say that that side of it is, is just as important and, and one that in the course of my job is, is something I try and educate people uh, to make sure they know how they're covered and what to do, um, what that first and second steps is in the event, in the event of a claim situation. Well, as usual, Joe and Jenna, <laughs> I wish we had more time because there's a ton more we could talk about. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Thanks, Joel Mellenbrook with Liberty Mutual Insurance for joining us today. Your insight's been great, so I appreciate it, Joe. And uh, I guess appreciate just, you having me. You bet, Jenna. I'm going to throw it to you. I bet I can guess that the First Alliance Credit Union website has more information and resources regarding insurance and other good money moves topics. Yeah, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. You can get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week. You can listen to past episodes of this show on our website as well at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. Com, excuse me. Uh, you can also subscribe to Good Money Moves' uh, podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, but of course, if you have more questions about insurance, go talk to Joe at our uh, 320 Alliance Place Northeast Rochester location. That's just off 37th Street Northeast. Our members actually receive a special discount when they work directly with Joe on their insurance 
So some benefits there for our members. Um, but for any type of financial question you have, I strongly encourage you to meet with one of our member advisors at First Alliance Credit Union so that they can help get you pointed in the right financial direction. And that might just be down the hall to talk to Joe. All right. Always good advice. Again, thank you, Joe. And Jenna? Appreciate it. Yes. Jenna, we will talk to you next week again with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM.